Hiya, my name is Christine and I'm also known as Tarot Kush. Today is one of the most amazing days to start a new podcast. Um, today is 14th lunar day. So everything new, new cycles, new opportunities. Um, the day is purely magical because also Venus is in Kazemi. Um, what it means, it means that Venus entered the center of sun's heart. It sounds so poetic and it's an amazing, um, time to be alive. Uh, definitely for the next couple of days, we are blessed with magical, magical energy. But today I wanted to talk about astrocartography, which is one of the most, um, popular reading that I do and um, because a lot of uh, my clients have a lot of questions ab about this reading and I just wanted to speak about it more um, because I think location readings in short um, astrocartography um, is uh, also astro mapping location readings and so on um, it's an amazing opportunity to see the energy going through space instead of time. If our natal chart uh, reflects on time and it, re it reveals itself, the characteristics throughout time, then uh, location readings or astrocartography is more based on the place where you're at, how the space can react to you and so on. So I will take... Um, as uh, as the example, uh, my own uh, astrocartography that I did for myself, and um, because I moved um, from Latvia to London for a little bit more than four years ago, and the energy that I engaged, that I faced here, was completely different from the energy that I had in my home country. And um, um, I started to think, why am I like this, <laughs> basically? And then once I um, entered the world of location readings, I understood uh, the energy that I can find in this region. And um, for me, uh, personally, because I'm second house stellium, um, everything that I did, even my Venus sits in second house, uh, so um, I can create money through uh, creativity and so on. Um, and um, the main thing uh, that I wanted to point out is that my Mars was activated in this region. And um, perhaps I'm, I'm getting too much into detail from the very, very start. So let me explain. So sometimes when you move to another location you visit or um, you go on a holiday, you can feel different type of energies. And um, at times in the places where we are living um, or we are born, uh, we experience a certain energy that benefits us when we are growing up, obviously. And um, the chart also, uh, although it doesn't matter where you are, it shifts um, in some way. So on top of your energies, on top of your base energies that you're working with throughout your whole life, yeah, because you step 
into certain placements throughout time. Um, then with locations, um, <clears throat> your energies can be amplified or sometimes um, lessen in its power or so on, or, or you can remove different types of blockages and so on. I know that um, uh, for a lot of women, it's very important to kind of look into where their love line is, you know. Sometimes the love line runs straight through ocean or somewhere where there's like um, very undesirable place to live, um, like desert or something, you know. So obviously you can't uh, visit those places. However, I usually say that you can... Um, tap into um, understanding the location where your love line runs through and perhaps get some amulets and talismans from these locations um, tap into understanding your ancestry maybe your ancestry is running through there as well you know However, without um, uh, Venus on Descendant, there's, an, there's different other placements in location readings that we can look into um, that can also provide the same type of energy that will boost your love life, basically. Uh, but when it comes to love lines, um, sometimes, yeah, that is the main focus most of the time. Sometimes um, the love can be way too smothering so we have to see how uh, in which sign venus sits natally so we could understand what is the person's love language and if the uh, venus descendant land will actually help the person to um, engage in partnerships or or meet the one and only their soulmate and so on um, i will definitely go back to to my uh, astrocartography um, but I just wanted to explain that sometimes energies um, can give in abundance, you know, everything that maybe you are not ready to receive or um, you don't know how to tap into that energy because your other placements are, are blocked um, or you don't want to engage with them or um, because there is no bad energy. That's the thing, you know. And a lot of people are super scared from Saturn's energy and so on. But as well, it's all about perspective. So, um, and you have to look also how your um, other placements will react to um, these certain lines, you know. And obviously, for example, Venus and Descendant. On Descendant is not only uh, loving partnerships and so on, but also good financial partnerships and, and business opportunities, networking and, and so on. So it's definitely something to explore. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm talking too much uh, about one line. <laughs> but so Venus line is, is the most popular one. And then um, people obviously want to know uh, where are the best places where to work, uh, create family and so on. So and uh, more or less... Uh, there is no magical place <laughs> that will have all of these lines, you know, or that will have all of these energies, you know, you will have to implement or, or, or make it work, you know. And um, another popular question is, how can I reach the energy? Okay, I arrived to my Venus line, 
so how can I tap into that energy the energy is already there yeah it's just on you to embrace it to look uh, into that field that the energy can provide if it's love well go on a date <laughs> yeah uh, meet some new people expand on business partnerships network with people perhaps get creative get inspired by other people and so on so this is how you trigger the energies you start you make them move yeah um, energy won't come into your life just because it, it will be there like a background music but um, and by accident in your life can come in different type of relationships for example you know quick romances people are, who are just like super obsessive sulky you know that is another risk that you have to take when you move to Venus land because um, and also your own interests can be become um, in the second uh, plan you know it's just like it's it's it the main thing is to kind of uh, gain this balance between yourself and uh, love in your life and and pour in both cups uh, in the same time you know but yeah so uh, and when it comes to work as well um, of course you have to take um, in in uh, consideration different aspects like um, am I even uh, looking for a serious job am I even ready to change something you know especially when it comes to transformative lines like Pluto lines and which are sitting for example on your midhaven you know you know that these lessons that will come in with this energy is something that uh, help you grow and transform your views you know so um, definitely there's a lot of unique energy uh, out there so when it comes to location readings as well is that um, they're obviously based on four angular points yeah like Imam Crowley, Medium Crowley aka Midhaven, Ascendant and Descendant yeah so all of these energies plus there's obviously directions where like uh, the directions where for example your seventh house lies fifth house jupiter you know in which direction and so on so there's a, a very broad spectrum when it comes to uh, location readings so my advice is always to get really specific what you want if you t if you will tell me um i don't know <laughs> i just want very uh, like basic reading where you know just give me nice locations <laughs> where where are my powerpoints obviously i'm going to look into the the powerpoints uh, that i i really really love like for example jupiter on ascendant jupiter on descendant i love those lines those lines are so amazing and um, they definitely can bring in a lot of blessings if you use energy but like i like i said there's two <laughs> there's two perspectives to energy you know so when it comes to Jupiter line as well, it can give you an abundance, everything that you want, and plus something that you don't want, you know, it's just uh, how you engage with the energy yourself, you know, where are your, what are your intentions, what's, how you want to uh, manifest energy, you know, in your, into your life, you know, how it can become part of your journey, basically. So going back to my own chart, so like I said, um, in Latvia, um, I was born in Latvia, and, um, 
my charge is quite lovely um in in latvia i really like my uh my vibes and 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 so on um and i'm second house stellium um and um a lot of um i have a lot of um, very power powerful placements um that um i'm very blessed blessed to have and um so when i moved here and in latvia i was working as a creative as well uh in media so um, i was used to to a very certain lifestyle and when i moved to london literally i have a love and hate relationship with london it's like it's very interesting because i'm sagittarius rising and by moving to london i embraced the energy of scorpio rising which is literally fixating on a project so sometimes i really want to fix the city and even this country literally it's just or or everything everywhere where i work i just want to try and fix the problem you know take on a project and just fix you know and dive into deep research how i can um you know fix the problem and 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 so on so what is very interesting that uh, this definitely transformed my views and my Sagittarius rising absolutely loves this. Uh, it transformed my views and um, expanded my mind even more um, regards to knowledge in general. Um, and I was quite, um, because second house it's all about material value standards and so on you know and i i really i am like that you know i i keep myself in high standards and i i boost my own confidence and so on the self-love is there you know leo moon as well it's just you know and sometimes it's complicated to be in my head however um uh, my perspective towards everything when i moved here changed uh, with Scorpio rising obviously coming into play, uh, Pluto sitting on this Scorpio rising placement as well, and Mars on my descendant. And because my Mars natally sits in the fifth house and in Taurus, here um, it was, it moved towards the relation, it moved on relationship um, house, yeah, on the seventh house. And uh, my creativity was boosted like nowhere else i've gained so much experience on top of the experience i already had when i moved here um i i completely changed my directions here as well and i was just like learning 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 you know and my stellium as well tapped into this third house energy which is about learning studies communication and so on and it definitely helped me to uh, learn english um, and be interested in different cultures as well like my sagittarius rising is is like booming here because i really love how multicultural the city is but like i said there's love and hate relationship you know the weather and sometimes you know i love the people but sometimes the city is just like it's too moldy sometimes, you know what I mean? But and and um and my moon and Leo as well, it, it just loves sun, you know, like I feel in comfort in sun. Yeah. So 
So that's why the, the love and hate relationship, but it definitely made me to reassess my ego because um, when I was living back home, I was, like I said, I was um, used to, to a very certain lifestyle. Yeah. So basically when I moved here, I had to change completely my lifestyle and so on. Um, so the journey was very painful. Yeah. But um, Mars on the sand and definitely taught me how to assess myself uh, in relationships because I had um, my ego was running high in relationships and um, it made me kick back a little bit you know because it's not being as descendant you know where everything is just love creativity let's go out you know Mars is literally driving you mad after the to go after the relationship, you know, and be almost aggressive with people uh, when you engage with people. But at the same time, it teaches you to assert yourself, to kind of be like, listen, kick back a little bit. You don't have to be the loudest in the room. Yeah. So it's it's it was an amazing uh, way to learn about myself, one hundred percent. And um, and that's why I think the opportunity to experience other countries and how other spaces can um, shift your energy and the lessons that you can engage in and find your voice in different uh, placements in your natal chart. I think it's an amazing opportunity. Uh, especially throughout 2020, uh, astrocartography readings were super popular. Um, I've done, I don't even know how many, like almost 300 uh, astrocartography readings. Um, and it's, it's a big number because people really want to know how a place could change their uh, perspectives um, and definitely maybe shift some energy from if you have a hard uh, Saturn placement or uh, Mars placement even, you know. Um, in my case, um, I wasn't complaining about my natal chart at all, yeah. But even my Uranus, which I love that it's like natally, it's in the first house, so I'm self-healer, you know, um, I need to express myself um, and so on. So it gives me, you know, a very almost extroverted nature, although I assume that I'm a little bit more on the introverted side because I really enjoy time with myself. I'm just like so self-sufficient that in those moments when I'm creating, I really, um, I tend to completely space out of the world. Um, and here it moved into... The second house, which gave me like surprising revelations in my own value systems and how I look at material stuff around me and how important material things are for me. And um, also, uh, it was definitely weird too, um, because obviously second house is also finances, right? So I had to double check myself every time I spend so it was just like, sometimes it was crazy spending. So it's just, it just teaches you a lot, you know. 
and how you can become some someone completely almost else uh in like someone else in 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 a different country in a different environment you know and um, I truly believe that astrophotography is something that everyone should just experience, you know, just to see, you know, and then go to these places and and find those energy sources, you know, connect with deeper aspects of yourself, you know, and and grow. Um, and I'm not saying that I truly I truly believe that you can obviously grow uh, where you live now and where you're born, you're, you're grown up there and matured and had family and so on. Um, I truly believe that, you know, and, and you can gain the most experience out of that place. But I think just to expand your own mind and, and expand the experiences and, and find yourself in, in different situations that, that uh, make you... Uh, grow yeah and grow um, not like through time but like grow instantly and sometimes the lessons are, are, are literally so jarring and and like a slap in your face and yeah because sometimes this energy is so stale um, but yeah thank you for listening and um, most probably I will tune in again next week um, I think I'm gonna do this every every week um but yeah so you can find me on instagram twitter also i have a web page www.tarotkirsch.com where you can order our astrocartography reading or location reading whatever you call it um and we can have a chat um also my dms are open <laughs> so definitely on instagram and twitter you can find me as tarotkirsch I talk about astrology. Uh, when it comes to tarot readings, I do self-discovery. Uh, also through astrology, I just I, I usually I combine both. Um, so I try to um, help people find themselves and and kind of find their embrace their own power and and um, discover themselves. Um, you know through different perspectives. You know through perhaps through my eyes, you know, um, uh, we always have a great time, uh, in our FaceTime readings or, or video readings. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to read for you and bye.